0: everyone, I'm Isaac Wood.
1: And I'm Amanda Wood.
0: And we are married.
1: <laughs> and this is Rings to Tags.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode. I've forgotten what number. Rings um, to Tags.
1: 19.
0: 19. Welcome to episode, episode 19. 19. Rings to Tags. I am still Isaac. I'm Amanda. And we are... Still married. Some of you guys were probably maybe had your doubts because it's been a
1: it's been, been a, a minute. little while it's since a minute. we
0: got together. But no, we're still married. I'm still Isaac. You're still Amanda.
1: It's true. We're still here. We still
0: have a family. It's just this is what happens when Kentucky loses in March Madness before they're supposed <sighs> to. We kind of go in hiding for a little while. There's
1: just there's a whole lot of hiding. There's Kentucky. Still not playing successful basketball for several seasons here. There's the fact that we live in Minnesota. And it, I mean, it just keeps snow. It's, it's almost May. Yeah. And we saw snow in the air yesterday and today and probably tomorrow. It's, it's, it's on an upward trend, but it's doing this thing now. It's like, oh, look, it's going to be Thursday. It's going to be 60s on Thursday. (gasps) And it's going to rain.
0: And then that rain turns into kind of a snow. And it's, yeah, it's like yeah. a
1: slushy situation. So like it, we got like accumulating snow last. So Sunday. So last
0: time we did an episode, we had uh, March Madness was starting. Kentucky was still alive. We had, we had snow, on ground, snow, snow on the ground.
1: Four hundred feet of the same snow
0: from that had Thanksgiving in November. Um, but since then, Kentucky lost. We yes. got a little bit more snow, but we did jettison down to warmer we, territory. We
1: want out of here. Yeah, it's much needed to do that, I think, in the spring. Like, just when you're staring at your out your window thinking, I'm going to die, <laughs> you can leave. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, by the time it was all said and done, it was almost a two-week sort of vacation by the time we traveled it down was, to North was, Carolina. Yeah. From Minnesota, it takes a while to get there.
1: It does. Well, and we kind of had some craziness to contend with because we were okay so we had this whole fun thing planned out because we live in Minneapolis and we used to live in Madison Wisconsin we just really like Lexington Kentucky and the kids hadn't been there in a while so we had this whole fun plan to like make the road trip like several days and we were gonna leave on Thursday morning and head the four hours over to Madison Wisconsin. And then, Thursday
0: afternoon. We were going to leave. Well, like, like at yeah. noon.
1: It was, yeah, like at noon. Have some time in the evening in Madison. Wake up. Have breakfast there. See our old house. Um, head the, what was it, seven hours from there down to Lexington, about, Kentucky. Yeah. Um, spend the evening there on Friday night, then that would have been. Spend some of the day on Saturday there and then finish the five hours off down to your parents' Where we would arrive in time to watch the final four.
0: It was a great plan.
1: It was a wonderful plan. It did not
0: then, happen. Then um, you noticed. So leading up to that, we were going to leave on Thursday. I was over in Milwaukee for work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. And then you noticed.
1: So I'd been noticing Tuesday that like there was going to be rain. So I'm following the rain a little bit. Like, okay, if it's going to be rainy, do we really, do we want to do this whole elaborate trip because we're not we've got the dog and everything i'm not going to be wandering around in mud puddles to do all of this stuff so we'd been keeping an eye on that well it was a good thing because what that turned into was a massive storm like that was going to hit half Mexico. the country yeah. like so
0: and it was going. It was timed out to, like, travel with, with us across us the country. the
1: entire way down to North Carolina. Barrel us
0: with hail the entire
1: trip. And tornado warnings yeah. and all manner of madness. So I'm sitting, like, teaching on Tuesday, and I see, I'm looking at the Weather Channel online, and I see this, like, epic storm prediction. And I'm following it, you know, okay, that's going to be bad for us. The entire, there's there's no, this thing's huge. There's no escaping this. It's bad. So he's in Milwaukee and I just like text you. All of this happened in like four text messages <laughs> where I just like sent him the article for the weather forecast. And he's like, oh no. So we ended up, I ended up so ended changing up all of our hotel reservations to leaving Wednesday. Yeah, so from from planning, having all day on Wednesday to like prepare, and Thursday morning to like prepare to leave with Isaac there for some of that to actually be helpful. We instead had to go to where he's in Milwaukee. He still, he couldn't come back any earlier. He could still only come back the time he was going to come back, which was like, I think, 4 o'clock on Wednesday afternoon. So I'm just like busting it all day Wednesday. and Got everything like ready to go. And um, then he got home and had to throw his own clothes in a bag because I don't, I don't pack his clothes for,
0: no, for him. It's not that hard. You could. It's, cause no, it's but it's like, I, number one, I don't in. know
1: what you want. Number two, if, if anything gets forgotten, that becomes my fault. Right. And I just want that to be your own fault. Yeah. Yeah. No, you just, just you can own that.
0: Yep. So I... But I'm, I had
1: everything else ready. Like, everything was in the car. The dog was bathed. The guinea pigs were trucking.
0: Yep. It so was I was insane. in, I was in Milwaukee. I drove over to Milwaukee Monday. Yes. Um, part of my trip, I actually had to drive up to Green Bay and back on Tuesday, I think. Um, and then... We were going to Madison Wednesday night. Right. Well, the nice thing is I get to drive right past Madison on my way home from Milwaukee. Right. You're like so be I right drove back, to Madison. Madison. Said I'll see you in uh, eight six, hours seven hours, <laughs> yeah, seven um, hours. Drove home literally. Like got out, changed my own clothes, threw a bunch of other clothes in a duffel bag, threw I it in the back think of the car.
1: We were back out the door within an hour. Oh, we were, of yeah. you were because I had the car outside of your duffel bag. I had the car packed
0: so then we so then we just turn around leave head back to madison stay in madison um see some things but we're kind of in a hurry yeah we're still, we didn't rain still we didn't coming make,
1: yeah it was still kind of rainy and we didn't get to make much out of madison that part yeah. kind of got clipped and we did want to get to kentucky where it was nice in lexington yeah. it was like 70 was 60 degrees and sunny dry
0: so then we, we ended up pulling to my parents friday yes and i realized i had done 30 hours behind the wheel just in that in that week
1: yeah it was a really quick turnaround and like there's the trip and like we're traveling you know we're traveling with two boys and a great dane and two guinea pigs and we're staying in hotels with that two different hotels with that madness
0: (laughs) the in and out of the hotels was the the best part like just getting stuff the first on the way down we ended up like, because of the madness of getting packed, it yeah, wasn't I, that organized.
1: It wasn't. Well, it was, it was organized, but it was, like, organized for, like, everybody's stuff is just in their respective bags. So we had to
0: take everything yeah, into we had the to take every.
1: I, and that's what I was like. I can't, I can't figure out how to get this to where... We can take this bag into the hotel and not that bag. It was just it was just like right. all I could do to get so everything just, in so the took
0: Everything in and then yeah. everything back out. And then Natasha's figuring out a new place. She's like, Do we live here now? I yeah. think like every place we stop, oh, she's, she's, she's like, Oh, do we live here like, now? Sure Where's I, my bed? Where do, what do I do I'm not sure
1: if I can relieve myself? How do I pee and poop? Here. Yeah. Um <laughs> I need a good three or four days at any given location to yeah. decide if I can relieve myself there.
0: And then it's back in the car again and yeah. not again. But we And
1: she's great in the car like she really is but she was a trip for me getting ready that day because one thing that she really needed was her nails trimmed and i had this plan to like take her to this new doggy spa near us where i could self wash her and then but then like have them clip her toenails and everything before we left and i was going to try that out for the first time but once you weren't here and like all the madness is going on I was like well that's gonna have to wait I just have to like throw her in our shower and clip her nails myself which I typically do because she's got so much anxiety she was thrown out of PetSmart (laughs) and they won't they won't clip her nails um but I thought this new place would be better so anyway that's the plan but now I have to do it myself and I'm in a hurry and she's panicking She always, like, gets... She can, like, tell. Like, oh, everything's changing. Oh, my goodness. No, we might be moving. Oh, no, this is horrible. And so she's all nervous. So I'm clipping her nails, and she just, like, lunges. And the blood goes I've never seen blood pour out of something like and it wasn't even like that short like I expected that I had like taken half her paw off when I looked down I was like this nail doesn't even look that short but I just got the quick like just enough and my hands are filling with blood and there's blood everywhere so now I have a ton of laundry left to do and I finally get the blood stopped I have that like styptic powder stuff that's like professionally for this exact express purpose and I'm getting her all packed in that and get cleaned up and she's she's wearing one of the boys old trampoline socks
0: (laughs) so so I get home I pull into the garage and there's just bloody towels on the yeah the the floor of the garage as I pull into my parking spot, I'm just like what is happening happening? Natasha's running around with a sock on on one. (laughs) well and that
1: was like her third sock because this all happened before I bathed her so then I had to put her in the water knowing full well I'm like she's gonna bust open again but I have to bathe her She smells horrible and I'm not riding in the car with her. So I did. And then, of course, the blood, I had to stop the bleeding again and get her a clean trampoline sock. But the trampoline sock came in very handy because, number one, they're way too small for both of our children's feet. We got them too long ago and they were still in a drawer. They also stick. And number two, they have the little grabbies on the bottom of them. So I think it helped her not slip around. I mean, I thought it was an excellent solution. My
0: my favorite part of the whole trip, though, was that we stopped in Lexington at at a restaurant to eat um yes and it's a, it, was a, it was a bar restaurant that we we wanted to go to but um at the time we got in there so we have the dog yes we got the boys thankfully they let us use their patio and so yeah, we're, they we're there so the, nice the if you guys are ever in
1: lexington the, it's called ks bar and grill Yep. so kentucky sports radio we listen to for like all of our basketball stuff and just they like, got a well, restaurant they're, they're good and they have a restaurant so we and wanted let to let you sit
0: this. out on the patio with your dog with your dog but, um but they had a, a one of the brewery guys was there giving giving stuff away and like yeah. they had a drawings or whatever and it was called um, against the grain yes and so we got the boys hats like they got hats they
1: were given hats
0: yep.
1: yeah then they were like what what's the style so
0: then they're kind of like surfboard hats. like surfboard yeah so they look really good the boys <laughs> they put them on they're, and we're like they look those awesome, are like those they, you guys look pretty cool they rock so the boys love the hats and so they wear them everywhere yeah so then we get back like this is weeks later we get back they're wearing them everywhere. We, we dropped them off at church because we are going to a small group. And it's like you're walking in, and it hit me as we were in the parking lot. We're walking to the church. I'm like, yeah. the boys are wearing brewery hats. <laughs>
1: um, to child care. To
0: child care at church. I'm like, I'm oh, sure it's fine. I I'm Every like, person we ran into was like, not, oh, what's against the what's grain? What's against the
1: grain? What's, oh, hey, what's the And the boys are like,
0: it's a bar we went to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they told everybody at church. It's a bar
0: we went this to. It's to. a, like, it's we a just, bar
1: we went to, you guys, obviously.
0: Like, you have a baby. Yeah, in, in a bar. Maybe in a bar. So that's my favorite one. They're cool hats. Like, they the were. boys look good in the, And
1: nothing about the hat screams yeah. brewery. They just, they just say against the they grain. Just, the boys but tell I you
0: if you ask them, they we will got, tell them you got them at a bar.
1: Oh, we got these at a bar Yeah, where we frequent.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And everyone knows our name. But against the grain, I think kind of sounds like it could be like a really uplifting. It
0: could be a real Christian spiritual message. like message. I think that's why the church yeah, people were like, like oh, "Oh, what is what that? Is this? is this what I want to be?" Like, nope, it's beer. Nope, we make beer.
1: <laughs> it's a Louisville brewery. Yeah, and I think even Sullivan or Samuel at first was like, "It's from a brewery." Brewery we went to, we were like, well, no, you weren't at <laughs> we the. We don't just take brewery. You're just in a yeah. patio of a restaurant. <laughs> it was really funny.
0: So we've been all over the place. We're we back now. We're settled in. Yes. And we got stuff for you.
1: We do. Maybe. Because, I mean, I think you can tell from the way our trip began and the dog blood and the places and then a few other things. The month has been like kind of wild. So I just kind of got to thinking, you know, you, 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 you get these things. These days are going to happen. Things are going to hit you. Why? What? What do you do about it? What can you do about it? How can you be during it? So I think we'll talk about that.
0: All right. Just dealing with stuff. So you want to know comes. what to do with a bloody great dane, two yeah. guinea pigs. So and it's going to be very at a, specific. At a bar. At then, a bar. Uh, let us. We'll, uh, so hang. You.
1: Hang with us, and we'll talk about that. All right. Let's do it. Okay, so, like I said, I'm going to, I don't know, just launch into this. So, a lot of weird stuff is like, kind of happened. First of all, like I said, already the dog, the dog is just making my life miserable with all of (laughs) of the situations trying to leave. Amanda
0: does love her life. I I really,
1: uh, no.
0: We'll need to, like, put that at the... We will beginning of this episode go back in and pop it because we're gonna listen, go through all Amanda the Del's like. Love life.
1: We're gonna go through all the like stuff that you have that are, it life's a challenge sometimes, folks, and that's just it do be like that sometimes.
0: I um, so th- I may be skipping ahead. Sorry, but like that
1: doesn't matter. We don't have um, a big plan.
0: There's a presentation that I put together a couple years ago to deliver to people. um, actually, You you know what? Actually, this is going to lead into what we're talking about because I made this presentation the week after I got fired.
1: Oh, yes.
0: So we we had moved from Ohio to Wisconsin and like six months later, I got fired. Yep. Um,
1: Well, laid off officially. Laid off.
0: Yeah, you're right. Laid off. I
1: think it's important.
0: Yeah. Um, Laid off, um, kind of out of the blue.
1: Yeah, it was just like some world rules changed and the company kind of reacted real yeah. strong and closed yep. some positions and um, first in, first but had out. But I
0: had a decision to make at that time. Like, you know, what do I want to do? But the the response that my employer gave me, like all the people came to my rescue literally and just yeah. reached out to me and it just hit me like, why, like, why do they want to keep me? And so I just started looking back at the type of employee I'd been and what were some of the elements? And then because I like said a, I don't know. I'm a teacher at heart like I just want I, like, I love to tell people things I learn right. Then I put together a presentation I've given it a couple times just to like new hires and things like that and different groups around just the type of type of employee type of person type of man that, that you want to be on a regular basis. Yeah um, but so I, I go through and tell that story and there's a quote by um, there's a quote by a guy that says, um, it's not until the tide goes out, do you find out who's been swimming without their swimming trunks? Yeah. <laughs> and so I found that, uh, I found that quote and I was like, cause I, I do all this buildup and then I get to the point, like I get fired mm-hmm. or laid off and it's like, that's, that's the tide coming out and you yep. find out, do you have swimming trunks on or not? But then there's this little, what made me think of this was that there's this little image. I put in my presentation that was like a a poop emoji <laughs> with boxing gloves, yes, and then a fan, like a, a fan. So it's who's gonna, you know, yeah, what we we're know. talking about when it Hitting hits the, the fan. fan. When it hits the fan,
1: what is it?
0: What is the poop <laughs> emoji? Um, and so it's just that struck. Like that's what you talk about. Like so often that happens. Like when yeah. it hits the fan, what are you? What are you made of? Right and what makes you type stuff. Sorry, I got to cut off that No, that's That image I just I think of that image of that poop emoji with his boxing gloves punching the fan.
1: But I often. mean that's that's life and that's um that's how it's going to go and like things are going to hit you all the time. And um Ecclesiastes 3 says, let me get to this real quick. Okay, so I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm sure most people have heard it and so you can kind of fill in the blanks. But it's Ecclesiastes 3 like beginning all the way through verse eight. Um, But it's to everything, there's a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die. It's like plant and pluck what's planted and kill and heal and break down and build up and weep and laugh and mourn and dance and on and on and on the list goes. Just making the point that like, everything everything is going to happen to you some days are going to go easy and some days are going to go really hard and some days your husband's going to be driving back from milwaukee and your dog's going to be bleeding all over the house while you try to get ready to leave for two weeks and some of those you're going to handle really really well and some of them you're not. And I did not handle the dog bleeding all over the house multiple times. very I was just already way <laughs> too over the stress edge I think. <laughs> to deal with that. The rug she bled all over is still in my garage. I think I might have given up on it.
0: I think I walked in and Sullivan was like, Mommy said it would be okay if Natasha died. <laughs> Because yeah. she was still in her cage at that time.
1: Yeah, well, because what are the boys, like, as I'm like cleaning up, I Natasha mean, easily 60 different spots of blood on my carpet when we're trying to leave. Um, and she's, the boys are so worried about the fact that she's bleeding. And they're like, she's bleeding. I'm like, I got her stopped. She's fine. Is she going to die? I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it would be fine. I don't care. She can. That's fine. I'm fine with that. So and if you
0: ever think moment I was if you ever think that we're sitting over here like telling you how to live your life because no, we got it all figured out.
1: That's not what this I mean.
0: is proof positive that just because you think you know what you should do.
1: Doesn't mean you're gonna do it.
0: Doesn't mean you can do it.
1: So I didn't I didn't do that well. But but I knew I didn't do it well. So and I think that's like part of the battle, right? When you get when the poop emoji hits the fan.
0: Box is the fan. Box is the
1: fan, and you don't respond well. Do you think that's fine because you think you're owed better? So your reaction is like totally okay? Or do you be like, do you say, like, I need, I need to, <laughs> I need to regroup because like that, that should have gone, that should have gone better. And I think that part of it is just looking at looking at our struggles and saying, okay, we're I'm not in control. I get really, really stressed. Everybody does. If you're really, really stressed over a situation, chances are you're really, really stressed because you're trying to control something that you have no ability to control. God controls everything, everything. If I wasn't supposed to have my dog bleeding all over my house seconds before we left for two weeks, then it wouldn't have happened.
0: Well, and and so
1: like even in those you can look at those little annoyances and those little just troubles of life and they can be major or they can be trivial but you 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 can look at them with a perspective that all things will teach you something you can you can learn from it all things were brought into your life at any given moment for a reason. And Elizabeth Elliot, I haven't said that one in a little while, Elizabeth Elliot always talks about how literally every single thing that happens to you is a gift from God. Even, Even if you wouldn't look at it that way, it's a gift because it's going to do something for you. And he gives you good things. And if it wasn't good for you, it wouldn't have happened. So somehow, because his ways are not our ways, it was good for me. That I clipped our dog's toenail off, <laughs> and the everything ensued.
0: So what we stumbled on, I, I think there's three, um, three areas of life that so many of us don't understand.
1: Yes. That
0: I think if you can, if you can make progress in understanding these three areas of life, you really you are set yourself ahead of most people. The first is who is God. That's a big one. Yep. And it's first for a reason. Like we, we don't understand who God is. No. His holiness, the vastness of him, the his, power of his him. His sovereignty. We don't understand his, really much no. about him, how he interacts with us, why he created us, what he's done for us, what he continues to do for us, how he uses how, stuff for us. How he who is runs God, the world
1: from day to day.
0: Number two, who we are. Yes. Um and we tend to flip those often. Oh, absolutely. Um what what we deserve, uh we think we deserve more than we do. Right. The Bible's very clear.
1: We think we're what, we think we're more right than we are. What like, we or,
0: deserve is death. Yeah, interacting with each other, we think we're more right than Or, or
1: wrong. just like and, or, or just our, our um like our reactions. Like, well, I'm I'm entitled to we're, feel this way. Or I'm fa- more this is valid that I feel we this way or I behave we, we this way. We don't understand
0: our way. own sin. We don't right. understand how that plays against God. And we're we very flip.
1: quick to excuse our own sin in our own minds.
0: We we tend to often flip yep. which one is more important and who we think is in control. Right. God and, and us, right? But the third one, and this is just understanding difficulty. Yeah. Pain and difficulty. Trials, tribulations, suffering, whatever you want to call it. When the emoji punches the fan,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: um, how do you respond? And right. and we respond the way we do by getting bent out of shape. Indignant. Feeling like a victim, getting indignant, fighting back, mm-hmm. getting revenge, um, hate. Like That all comes from a place that we feel like we're owed something different
1: exactly we but also we we're don't understand
0: this. God's ability to use and desire to things. use that
1: mm-hmm.
0: um the only way that we can grow physically spiritually and mentally is to to be tore down like think about your muscles yep when you work out your muscles if you're doing push-ups you are tearing down your muscles. There's
1: a reason they talk your about getting shredded. Are like you literally have to keep. Sh- they're stressed. Like just shredding shredded. them and tearing but then them. Then when they grow fiber back, from fiber, they're
0: stronger. Right. And so and there's
1: more in between them. They're bigger overall from having right. done so.
0: And it's the same thing spiritually, emotionally, mentally for us too. That in order to grow, think about learning. Yes. Like learning a new language causes your brain to to like, literally you
1: wrinkle more
0: you are yeah you are stressing your brain and growing your brain yeah. um same thing with with emotions but especially spiritually like god grows us through mm-hmm. not through times of comfort no through time, times of trial so i think if we we all have to understand god better who yeah. he is that helps us understand who we are in relation to god we get that relationship wrong right so often every day Um, But then I think the biggest sort of life thing is how do you deal with challenges? Because life brings those to us in so much abundance.
1: Yes, and it really is a challenging point because even a a great number of very well-meaning Christians are very off base about this. And you see some of the like the Word of Faith and the Prosperity Gospel and um, some of the churches that will, they will not recognize that the struggle is actually something good for you. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of movements out there that want to pray away or declare away any struggle in your life or um, assume that if you're, you're physically not healed of something that that means that you haven't you know, haven't done something right. Because if you're doing something right, what God wants for you is to be healed of everything all the time and everything to be good and for you to be happy and for you to have money and for you to have everything that you want. And that's just not, that's not the proper perspective on life. And God, it's not that God wants us to, it's not that he wants us to suffer and he wants our lives to be horrible, but he does want to use those moments of the for everything there's a time there's a season there's time for good things and there's time for bad things and all of those things are going to work together to make you into the person that is most like Jesus Christ and that's really the aim of all of this and when you when you kind of can identify with the fact that and I know we've talked about this before we have a savior who came and he suffered
0: Yep. And and
1: he's he's put his skin in the game, and he's not asking anything of us that I was he just hasn't trying already. To find
0: the verse. because I Can't out. remember where it is. Um, for where it's said talking about Jesus enduring the cross. That oh yes. For the joy. Right. That was set before him. Exactly. He endured the cross, and so think about. The cross, like ultimate, suffering. ultimate
1: suffering. The Romans and like I'm sure you've probably endurance. heard this. The like Romans not- were very, very talented at killing, killing people. people. They were very good at it, and the crucifixion was the best their twisted minds right. could come up with to do so. It was unbelievable suffering, and that was physical suffering. He also endured other suffering. He endured emotional suffering and rejection, right. and temptations in
0: but it says for the joy that was set before him he endured that cuz he knew what was coming from that but the joy did not take away the pain no. of that it's not like he was just floating and, like he was high as a kite on the on the cross like he, that he just did the the pain went away and he
1: prayed before it if there's another like god let if it be your will like let this cup pass from me if there's any other way to do this let's do it that way Here's an idea. Yeah, and, so and God was like, well, about being the honest. The Father said no.
0: Being honest with God and he is well, right. able to handle that. Um but it's But
1: but my point being that that Jesus asked the Father if there was any other way to do this and the Father said no there's not. Right. Like the suffering is the way. And the suffering's probably the way for you too. Like whatever good that needs to come out of your life, I I I got this book from well from you obviously um at Christmas that's the stories of the hymns and I I'm, I'm like very very into the old hymns. The hymns just they're they're beautiful the doctrine is so rich they're so just like theological and you can you can learn so much from them and they're just gorgeous and meaningful and this book is full of stories of just Pain and suffering that brought some of the most beautiful music and most worshipful praise that a, a human person is capable of, but every one of them came out of a deep dark time or place or event in someone's life um, that that made them into somebody who who could do a great thing for the that's Lord, it. and that's certainly not like isolated to music. You look around it you know, pick your hero, I don't know, hero of the faith in the Bible, somebody who's a missionary now or has been an evangelist in the past or whatever. Like anybody who does great things for God has to learn how to suffer these things. And um, most of us aren't asked to suffer these like grand heroic things. Most of us clip our dog's toenails too short and have, to, there's, there's and have to learn su- how to deal with that. There's bigger
0: sufferings than that that we all deal with. And absolutely. It's, it's absolutely. being able to...
1: But on a day-to-day basis, your sufferings are not grand it's just, and heroic.
0: As you... As you some, some, some people's are. Some people's are. But some, most
1: of us. The average some
0: thing. Some people's are. I think, you know, even... I think, I think we all deal with more heroic sufferings than maybe we would give credit to because it's something we're used to. Um, but... If you step into, if you can have the mindset and really it's a soul set, a heart set, that when the times get tough, when the challenges come, that instead of going into fight mode, um, go into God mode, to turn into God. Because he, he says in those, those are the times that you will experience him deepest. Yes. That's the time where you learn about him. You, you don't learn about him richly in times of just smooth sailing. right. Think about my dad and I just went through a study of Jesus in boats and all the times that the disciples were in a boat encountering Jesus in different ways. right. Um, I can't think of any of them that were just on a smooth sea Glass-y and they were sea. just catching fish. Good water uh, like skiing having weather. Good having good success and Jesus was like attaboy. a boy. Keep at it. Yeah, and you're really learning lesson. something
1: today. Yeah,
0: no, there's waves, <laughs> yes. there's storms, there's failure, there's depression, there's it's all the it's all of the the things that we deal with. Yeah, those and are the times that we can experience Christ, that we can experience God, and if you know that, then as the the waves start to get rough around you and and times getting tough, you can turn to God and you say, God, I'm here for you it's perfectly fine for you to ask him to reveal himself to you quickly. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, That, um, but those are the times. And so it's just like, think about all the, the trials that come in life. If you saw those as opportunities to grow, how that just changes your mindset with, with what you go through in life. Like if you look at your challenges as opportunities, there's this, um, so we used to live in columbus ohio and i remember when urban meyer was coach of the buckeyes he got connected with this guy called brian kite who had this um motivational saying but his little his stick was e plus r equals o and what that means is event plus response equals outcome so the idea was and you talked about this earlier about controlling what you can control the only thing you can control in life is your response. You can't we control. T- I tell the
1: kids, your response is your responsibility. You can't
0: control the events that happen to you. Those are outside of your realm of influence. Right. But what you have control over is your response to those events. And what you that's the equation, that your response combined with the event. So it's not that the circumstances of your life have zero impact on your life. They do, but you can choose what that response is, and that's going to equal your outcome. So knowing that, like that allows you to look at look at your life, and when something happens to you, you can say, okay, what do I want the outcome of this to be? How do I need to respond for that to be the outcome? Yeah. And then the next question is very important, and you say, is it worth it to me? Right. Is that outcome worth it for what this response is going to take? And sometimes that answer is no.
1: Yeah. Like you
0: can't. Like, you can't, you're not always willing or able to give the response that is required to get whatever outcome you want, right? Like, right. if you have a sales position and you want your outcome to be that you make a million dollars every year, your well, response might not, require maybe, yeah, things maybe for not you to do that you happen. don't want to do, right? Um, and so it's, but or there knowing, might be
1: nothing you can control to make those things knowing, happen as well.
0: Knowing that your response was things happen to you because we've all seen these stories right we've seen these stories of people that have had these awful lives just bad hand after bad hand given to them so much atrocities that have happened to them and then they become something or they make an impact oftentimes in those stories god is involved in that in some way um, but but then it's those, those people that had those same atrocities happen to them that just that became
1: buckle under it
0: drug addicts and and lost right. it.
1: But I do want to go back to the fact that like truly, you know, we, you're talking about some you know big things around suffering. But I think sometimes people struggle when they think like, oh, I don't really suffer anything. Um, and using the word suffering sometimes makes it sound. Like big, this is the same principle, but like soft, the word "suffering" almost makes it sound too big, and that's why you know I kind of started with it being a, the the kind of funny and ultimately very trivial thing about Natasha and her toenail. But like I want to go back to some stuff like that because I think it's very important for us to see that small annoyances and inconveniences in our day to day life are equally as capable of teaching us these lessons and so you can see i think if, if you're too focused on like oh my le- my left leg didn't fall off today that would be real suffering right. um then sometimes you miss the little moments that are like right in front of you that are still capable of refining your your reactions and your heart and changing you into the person you need to be so i mean first of all right after the natasha toenail thing <laughs> We launched into our our trip, a 16-hour, you know, drive with, I mean, plenty of little things that went wrong and we had to adjust around and deal with and on the fly. And like a lot of them, there were a lot of them. There's two boys, little boys, a Great Dane and two guinea pigs to deal with along with ourselves. And one of those little boys will only eat Chick-fil-A mac and cheese <laughs> at any given moment on, in yep. the car. Sullivan hates fast food, like pretty much as a rule, unless it's Chick-fil-A mac and cheese or a Taco Bell cheese roll-up, Yep. which is just, just tortilla with melted cheese on it. Yep. Just, that's it. That is all he will eat. Well, the rest of us are not eating Taco Bell on a road trip, and at least Chick-fil-A is like, higher quality of food than McDonald's at least I think anyway so it is what it is but then you're you're you know traveling and you have to keep adjusting your meals (laughs) around finding a Chick-fil-A and I yes all of this is trivial right it's silly and it's trivial but it is the day-to-day things that you can choose to just be like all right oh we're gonna take life as it comes and we're just going to keep moving along. Or you can get really mad about it. You could get really, I, we could get really mad at Sullivan for not liking any food except Chick-fil-A mac and cheese. And right. those aren't everywhere. And, or we could be really frustrated that we ended up getting taken a different way than we thought we were. So now we can't find the Chick-fil-A and now it's 2 PM and nobody's eaten. And all those things happened. But, you know, I think over the years we've become better and better at being able to just be like, well, we're going to go with flow so when we got home we like we have two guinea pigs and our one of our guinea pigs is like five years old i don't know if you guys like know a super amount about guinea pigs but that's pretty Let's old assume they don't guinea pig i'm um, okay yes I, I am assuming <laughs> that they don't that's a pretty old guinea pig Okay, so she's she's old. She's an old lady guinea pig. And you can kind of tell. Like, you're starting to be able to tell. So we have her and one other guinea pig. And guinea pigs can't be alone. And I was kind of, like, at a spot where I'm, like, thinking for a while here, like, I'm I'm okay to be done with the guinea pigs. But the younger guinea pig, our second guinea pig, is only not even, she's not even two years old. So she's a young you, guinea pig. You gotta
0: if you are getting guinea pigs, you gotta time them out. You gotta so time they, them out better the than we have. The last two die at the same time. Yep, yep. Otherwise, you continuous guinea pigs.
1: So and they mean a lot to our boys. Like especially Samuel, he loves his pigs. He got the first pig that we got because it was his bribe to stop sucking his thumb when he was little. Because I'm like, wait, well, your teeth are falling out now, or on purpose. They were supposed to. He was at that time. It's time to start losing teeth. We can't be sucking thumbs. So I had to go big because that thumb was like super important to him. And big ended up being a guinea pig. So anyway, the point being that we're going to need another guinea pig, right? So I tell Isaac this. I'm like, Rory, that's our older guinea pig. She's definitely old. I can tell. I don't like think she's necessarily going to die tomorrow, but we've learned from experience that if you're going to get a new guinea pig, you need to introduce it. Like, not in a crisis situation. <laughs> like, it's a whole lot easier to already have that process taken care of. And so I tell you, and you just kind of laugh at me, because...
0: I've learned from experience that it doesn't do any good to tell you that we shouldn't get another guinea well, pig. Well, you
1: know we should get a guinea because pig for this
0: purpose, though. I've done that before, and then you showed up with a guinea pig. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't just get guinea pigs all the time for funsies anymore. They're measured. There was a time. What?
0: There was a time.
1: There was a time, I said. Any more? So this one was like, this one was thought out, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Like it was approved. Yeah. It, I, it was I, an approved. We needed another guinea,
1: guinea pig pick purchase. So we go to the pet store, and were you? Yeah, you were home. You were home still. So this was a Monday, and this is last Monday, and I took the boys to the pet store. And we picked out this new goofy looking fuzzball guinea pig and she was really cute. And I like notice at the pet shop that she's got some like gunk in her eye, but it looks kind of like her eye looked normal and she looked fine. And I'm like, well, whatever. The lady was actively changing out the bedding and guinea pigs get eye goopies too. So, but I had this like feeling in my stomach. It's like, ah. Is this something going on here? So I pushed it away and the boys were in love with the little piggy. And we brought her home. And then like throughout the day, now this pig can't even open one of her eyes.
0: It's like Rocky Balboa.
1: Yeah. It's like closed and it's crusted and disgusting. And I was like, oh crap. This is bad. And I'm like, Samuel's not going to (laughs) be. Samuel's not going to be okay. So I kind of finally like wrestle with, in myself on what to do and make the decision that like this pig, this pig needs to, to go back. And I decide the best thing to do with Sam is just to like exchange it for a different one. So he comes with me and he picks this new Guinea pig. And honestly, <laughs> I think this ended up working out really well in one way because, um, the first Guinea pig very quickly turned into a psychopath. <laughs> and she was like, jumping leaping out of our hands and um would not let us touch her so we end up with this new pig and she's like super sweet okay so this is monday monday we got the first pig monday we took the first pig back before close of the store we get the new guinea pig she's adorable she's got like one little pink eye and one brown eye and she's like a a, a skin lid not ball that'd be weird pink eyeball that's not what it is
0: I thought it was a pink eyeball.
1: It's not a pink eyeball. No. Th- well,
0: the first th- time you told me, I thought it was pink eye, like the infection. And I was No. Like, Why? This well, like it's funny you say
1: that because this was Monday night. And so Tuesday, we wake up. She's all sweet, yada, yada. Where we see her Tuesday night. She's good. Um, Wednesday morning, she wakes up with her eye crusted shut. <laughs> I'm pink like, eye got oh, it pink is eye. pink eye. But it was the brown eye, oh. not the pink eye with the pink eye. I'm like great, a guinea pig with this whole litter has pink eye. And so you're gone. Like you're traveling yeah. again at this point. Well, you and brought so, a
0: guinea pig in, I gotta leave.
1: <laughs> right <laughs> out the door. Yeah. So I'm dealing with Samuel now, and Samuel is apoplectic. Like he cannot he's like dry heaving and sobbing and like he can't control himself his whole body is like in an uproar and i'm like we gotta take this pig back and i knew that they would they would treat her at the shop but officially we were gonna have to like return her with the intent expressed intent to buy her back when she was healthy
0: guinea pig rules guinea pig
1: rules so but like here's the thing i didn't I didn't have like a good gut feeling that if we take this guinea pig back to the pet store, we're ever getting this guinea pig back into our hands. And then I'm going to have this kid who is just like, just snot crying, who doesn't have a guinea pig in his hands anymore. This baby guinea pig. And he's so upset. She's not going to be a baby anymore when we get her back. And she's going to be big. And like, just, it was just, it was awful. It was awful. So I'm like texting you. I'm like, this is what's going on. All of our big decisions have to happen by text, apparently. Yeah. While you're in Milwaukee, and yeah, so I'm like.
0: But I'm, those text message conversations are fairly weighted to one side too. Like there's a lot of information coming from one side, <laughs> well, and usually fairly short responses. Well, I'm the, on the
1: one side. with the information, right? No, I'm I just, just saying. It's funny how like, like
0: these big decisions are made. It's like it's just.
1: Well, right, because I'm the one with the problem right, yeah. and the kids at the moment, right? So I'm like texting Isaac, and I'm like, "Here's what's going on. I I think I'm just gonna go get him another guinea pig from a different store. And but he wants this one back really, really badly, and I I'm afraid we're gonna end up with four guinea pigs. <laughs> but he's so upset. You're like, just go get get him all the pigs. Like,
0: <laughs> I already knew we were gonna end up with four guinea pigs at that I point. Just,
1: but I really like. I was already prior to this. I was like, I am ready to be kind of done with guinea pigs, so and I've already guinea been guinea on pigs, that. Though. Yeah. So long story short.
0: We have four guinea. Pigs.
1: Not really, not really short. But wrapping up the end of it.
0: Long story, not as long as it could be.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we ended up, we went out and we got another guinea pig. And then the very next day, or two days later, or whatever, they call back from PetSmart and they're like, "She's been to the vet and she's actually fine and she doesn't have an eye infection. They had done all the checking and she doesn't. Her eye like crusted up once or twice while she was back here at our house and then it stopped doing it. And they said just as like a baby guinea pig stress thing that I've never seen before both of the guinea pigs who returned were in fact signed off on by the vet and we're fine in the end but it was just it was a whole week with you gone of me driving back and forth to this pets pet smart that was already super far away from us because that's the one that had all the options of baby guinea pigs when I called around and in the middle of it, we're having to deal with the dog, and we've got creative, like, we have to go to school. That one day where we've gone the whole day. And it was just, it was, it's it's silly, and it's funny, and it's trivial in the end, because it's about guinea pigs. But it was a stressful time. But when you talk about, what was the E plus R? What did they all stand for? E plus for? R
0: equals O. Event plus Event. reaction. Okay. E so plus
1: my desired outcome, my desired O from all of that was I wanted Samuel and his tender heart to be okay. Like I was looking at the whole situation as like trying to make that the best that it could be. So if I had a meltdown about all the back and forth with PetSmart and trying to get a hold of the PetSmart to see what was going on with the pig that he's so attached to, and if I'm having like meltdowns about that, like that's going to affect his perspective on what was going on. So, you know, I, it was a, it was a time where I had to say, like, you know, it's, I'm God, I'm praying for these guinea pig. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm actively like praying to God for help in like what to do, keeping things calm. Isaac's not here. You know, I'm dealing with all of this myself and I have a son who is, has very, a very sweet heart, you know, for these little animals and he cares and he really wants them back. So, in the end, you know, I'm dealing with these pet smart people and I'm very concerned about how this is like going to go. And I did, it was, I really just had these moments of like active remembering that, you know, God, even in this silly little circumstance, as stressful as it may be, it's still very trivial of little guinea pigs. You know, the Bible says his eyes on the sparrow. And that's well, something I was able to tell Samuel, like God does care about. Daisy as she was and dubbed
0: you, you joked about the triviality of their guinea pigs but I'm reminded as I often am of Proverbs 3 5 and 6 which say trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways right. acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths and so your ways that day that week included guinea pigs yep and it's not—I mean, it's not like you set aside three hours a day to to put on sackcloth and pray. No, but right. it, its acknowledging God. It's it's, it's conversing was, with God about that. Your like life. pray without
1: ceasing. That's that spirit of prayer where you're like, you you stop to recognize that you're, you're number one, not doing this alone. Whatever it is, like you're not doing it alone, and number two, that. You're doing it with somebody who already knows the outcome and already knows how to get you through it.
0: And to your earlier point, wants to teach you and grow, and grow you, you through, through this it. experience. And that's
1: why I'm saying, like, you don't, you're suffering, uh, you're probably gonna have uh, some sort of large suffering in your life. Very few of us get through life with guinea pig trivialities being our only real problems. But whether it's the big thing or whether it's the small thing, God can teach us equal lessons in all of that. And each one of those things are designed to teach us something. And, you know, the world is what it is and things are going to happen because it's fallen and it's imperfect. And, you know, like Ecclesiastes says, there's going to be a season for everything. You're going to have your ups and you're going to have your downs and things are going to happen. And then the end of that thing is going to come and then there will be a new beginning. And that's how it's going to go. But there is very much a real sense where the troubles that you have are designed by God to to turn you into the person that he wants you to be.
0: One, it says God works all things together.
1: For your good.
0: For your good. Right. Um, For those who love him. So right. those that are following his word and his calling like he's got a path he's got a path planned out for you yes that if you would just follow him yeah him. there's going to be difficulties but he's going to work those difficulties together for you and it doesn't
1: mean it's going to be easy or fun but it does mean it's going to be the best thing for you it might not feel like a good path but it is the best way for your best end
0: and It just changes how you experience difficulties. It It changes it so much, but it also changes what you get out of difficulties, and it allows you to grow deeper and further into God because you're able to lean on Him in those times. You're able to experience Him in those times, which allows you to experience a depth of Him that you wouldn't have if you didn't have the difficulty. But then also then you come out the back end stronger than you were on the front end. And to your point, like, there's like big things are coming death, job loss, money problems, cancer is coming, sickness is coming, it's hurt is coming. Yeah, you don't have to people are going to screw you over, people are going to screw you up. You're going to get hurt. That's coming in many ways. Um, being able to look at God working in those little things in a sick guinea pig that's
1: like that's like the jog that you do so that one day you can. Run. So
0: that then, when it, that sickness is now a kid or a spouse or a parent, right, he cares even more for those. That's the message about him caring for the sparrows. Isn't just hey, God cares about sparrows, right, right. Isn't it's not you the purpose of that? Are verse you not is more
1: infinitely more valuable exactly, than these? That God
0: cares for the sparrows. How much more? Does he care for you? Right. So in your life it's experiencing God cares for the guinea pigs. He cares for you caring for the guinea pigs. Right. How much more does he care for you? How much more does he care for you caring for his children? How much more does he care about your life? Like that's that's the takeaway. And it's like it if is. you can if you can in all your ways acknowledge him. And everything that's happening, acknowledge that God is there. Trust Him, and then step out in faith where He's calling you to go and how He's calling you to react. Because the thing about E plus R equals O doesn't include the God element. Like you got to have a G in there, right? We're <laughs> assuming the G, your R. It's,
1: we're presuming upon the G for our purposes. Your
0: R. If you look to Him for your R, then all of a sudden the G. You look at those events as ordained by God Mm -hmm. or allowed by God. He shapes your response. Well, now those outcomes are God outcomes. Right. And what the Bible tells us is that God's outcomes are above and beyond anything that we could ask, think, or even imagine. Right. So if you're able to let God shape your response, He's the one shaping the outcome, that's going to blow your mind.
1: And it's not just about the outcome either. Like, obviously, you know, it's... It's about the fact that God's going to get you somewhere good. But it's about even in the midst of things going wrong, the troubles, whether they're day-to-day triviality troubles or they're the really big things, what you're offered by going this way, by approaching it this way, by allowing God to do what he wants, by seeing that he is in control, what you're being offered in all of that is the ability to walk through those trials with with peace and with a calm heart and a quiet spirit that you can easily surrender by instead choosing to carry the burden alone, react your own way, then you get to live a life you you still you still might be following God enough that He's he God is gonna get you to the place that He desires you to be. But it's kind of like, you know, the old parent. Saying of like, do you want to do this the easy way or the hard way?
0: Yeah, right.
1: And I just, when as I've grown, I've learned to look at every little tiny thing, you know, every even little, as we would say, triviality, as a chance to suffer in some small way that may may grow me. So that hopefully, I'm like growing that muscle, you know, to to do that, and I've chosen to see that basically you can walk through life like very worked up all the time. There's enough little trivialities day to day and you you can that you can see as suffering and then you choose to be very stressed and very worked up and have no peace and decide the world's against you and basically always be looking for the next problem. Um, or you could have that exact same chain of events happen and you could be a peaceful person who's sitting there like, no, God's taking care of me. I'm doing pretty well.
0: And I've discovered more of him. I've experienced him more. Like, that's the true outcome. Yeah. It's it's not necessarily like, oh, if you just go through this bad stuff, then all this good stuff is waiting no. in the end. It's not about the stuff The real reward is Jesus. The reward Jesus. is knowing God. Right. Yeah. It's experiencing him.
1: Right. And the fact that he's with you in those times, and you get to go deeper in relationship with him because of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So do it.
1: Yeah, so do that yeah I think that's all we have for today
0: I think that's enough
1: I think it is alright we'll wrap it up and we'll see you next time
0: looking forward to it all right,
1: bye all